Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Wednesday. It's Rob and Suk, your sports bros. Buck is back from uh, Mexico. His not vacation. Dead. Has he's not been kidnapped. Not dead. He's still filling in. And I think you're getting closer to being right about our producer position is that... You'll just be there. It's just going to be somebody who's just been here and just stays there and we're like hey people will ask like who's your new producer and like well we really don't have one but buck's still filling in so he's just here I there guess is a warm body still over there and yeah. his name is buck i guess it's buck yeah i don't know it's like when they say like you're hanging out with a gal and then she kind of just slowly ends up with a bunch of crap at your place right and then you're like wait are we living together and she's like no and you look around they're like actually we are that's buck he's a living girlfriend right now <laughs> have fun with that <clears throat> we've got a living girlfriend. We've got some hot NFL talk coming if up. You've got a living girlfriend named Buck. You might have some problems. Hey man, don't be like that. It's 2022, and we're in Portland. He, him. You can tell. Yeah, they, them, whatever. Look at Buck trying to shame. Shame on you, Buckley. Yeah, what's the matter with being shame on? What's the matter with you? being gay, Buck? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Interesting. So some NFL quarterback talk. You could be with uh, George Foreman's daughter. Didn't he name all of his kids, including the gals, George? I thought he named her Georgia or Georgina. Mm. Yeah, it's not George. You ever <laughs> it could seen have a, been, though. He might have. You ever had a, seen a woman named George? Boy named Sue. Yeah, there you go. Well, you can get some Stacys, right? You get some Chris's. Did you see uh, Billy Zappy or Bailey Zappy? Bailey Zappy. I don't know why we always want to say Billy Zappy, but it's it's Because of Billy Zapka. That's exactly right. Oh, there you go. One of our finest guests we ever had on our show. <laughs> Cobra Kai, great. Oh, my God. He was so fantastic. He was wonderful. We interviewed him one year. He leaned into it. It was great. Oh, my God. I think he was, like, calling us from his trailer. Yeah, and this was... And he was housed. Yeah, and this was before, like, he kind of had the resurgence. He just was like... Dude, he was one just, of my favorite interviews we've ever done. He was fantastic. Billy Zapka. He yeah. was Johnny from Karate Kid, if yes. you don't know. Anyway, uh, Bailey Zappi... Zappi? Yeah, Zappi. Yeah. 
was mouthing the words to Stacy's mom has got it going on. Really? On the sideline. Did you see that? No. Yeah, because they, they showed him after he came into the game. Yeah. And they scored a couple tutties, right? Mm-hmm. And they showed him sitting over on the sideline, and he was they were trying to read his lips. You know, the internet. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, is he singing Stacy's mom? And they asked him about it the next day, and, and he was he, like, yeah, I, was, I, I don't know why I know that song. He goes, but I was, that's what I was singing. Well, who doesn't know Stacy's mom? It's like the simplest song of She's all time. She's got it going on. She does. And by the way, let me just state for the record, that music video, top shelf. Like, that's top 10 music videos of all time. I believe that's Rachel Hunter in that video, former wife of one Rod Stewart. And let me tell you something. Stacy's mom does have it going on. That thing is ridiculous. And they do a nice homage at the end to Fast Times at Ridgemont High when the little boy gets caught doing the Judge Reinhold in the bathroom. Mm. It's an amazing piece of work. I don't think they, that band was ever heard from again. Was that Bowling for Soup, perhaps? No idea. That had Stacy's mom? No, that was no. Fountains of Wayne. Fountains oh, of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. Who, and amazingly, so their, uh, their lead guitarist or songwriter, he died of COVID, COVID at age 52. Yeah. But he had like a ridiculous resume outside of that one hit wonder like he wrote the song that thing you do from the tom hanks movie that thing you do really and a bunch of other stuff like that dude fountains of wayne there was one fountains of wayne album that i was addicted to like they were good no they weren't. yes they were you stop it they were fountains of wayne's good band Bullying and that guy died of, yeah he you said he died of covid right yeah that's yeah. correct yeah he was now, one of the first COVID deaths. Bowling, bowling for soup was the one hit Celebrity. wonder of uh 1985 that one because they, they're the same band. They're crappy, and they have one song. Mm-hmm. And that song was catchy, and there was a music video that was funny that went along with it, and there you go. Where were we? I don't know. We got derailed by Stacy's mom and Bailey and oh. Billy Zapka. And, uh, well, Bailey Zappi's mouthing the words to Stacy's mom, and Mike Evans is setting up golf lessons. Like, what is going on out on the field? <laughs> like, we think it's all serious and like, ah, football. Dude. Well, These the, guys don't care. The best story in, in, of that of all time is in the Super Bowl, the, the Niners-Cincinnati uh, when they had the John Taylor drive, right? Touchdown at the end. The story goes, because that drive started at their own whatever, 10-yard line or something, and they said there was a TV timeout, and they're all in the huddle, and everyone was all nervous and like, oh, my God, this is, you know, we either win or lose the Super Bowl on this drive. And Joe Montana spotted John Candy in the stands and was like, hey, that's John Candy. And I guess that relaxed everybody, and then, you know, the rest is history. It was kind of the start of Joe Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's John Candy right there. We're going to go win this bitch. Let's do it. I've got USB-C news. Very exciting. What? Well, you know, like USB-C, you know, the the the, charger. Oh, the pluggers. Chargers. Yeah. Big news. I think I saw, okay, I think I I was like, what? And then I'm It might not apply to you, but. No, it doesn't, because I'm not a sheep. We also have a startling testicular revelations coming from the Harvey Weinstein trial, and we have to talk about it. <laughs> Suddenly a lot to get to. Uh, right now, the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, darling, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The hot five at five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Five. Blazers host the Heat tonight. Uh, they will be playing this game at Moda Center. Oh, as opposed to Veterans War Memorial Coliseum. 
The, the Winterhawks do one every year where they play the Daylight Classic and they play at the Coliseum and open up the, the blinds to let the sunlight in. Yeah. I think it would be neat to see the Blazers like play a, a regular season game at the Coliseum just to see what a dump it is. What if they threw a court out at like Lentz Park or something? That would be awesome. You like know? a Rutgers Park sort of situation? That would be badass. Someone might get shot. I was going to say. If you can have a game on an aircraft carrier, you can certainly have a cool one on just like a streetball court. Yeah, it's all fun and games, though, until Lillard takes one in the kneecap, though, and then all of a sudden, not so cool. Portland's 4-0, Miami 1-3, but the Heat are favored in this game. By the way, Portland wins, and uh, Milwaukee loses. Milwaukee right now, they are up 10 on the Nets. But if if Milwaukee loses and the Blazers win, the uh, Blazers are the only undefeated team. Yeah, I'm with you. I immediately saw that line and was like, oh, Blazers. But then Danny kind of was like, he he threw some shade at it, and now I don't want to touch it. Yeah, well, I don't. Go ahead. Place the bet. I think I'm going to. Do it. I'm going to bet on the Blazers. Do it. I like it. I think they're hot. Um, Stacy's mom hot or, you know. I've got Timbers news. (laughs) Now, we don't talk a lot of timbers here no but there's a flurry of timbers news today what about my thorns oh they're in here too uh the timbers have re-signed coach geo savarisi through 2026 thank god entering his sixth see don't you don't need to be a smart ass what I, I can't be excited this about is why this no one news. likes you right I there i can't be excited about this news entering his sixth season he's been great he's won 68 matches he has lost 52 matches and they have drawn 39 times. When's the last time you went to a Timbers game? I never go to the Timbers game. I do. And the Thorns. There's one soccer fan here, and it's me. Now, Tim- it Tim- might oh. help that they have an open bar, but I'm still there. Timbers also in talks to sign Brazilian attacking midfielder Evander. Oh, I love. He only has one name. I love attacking midfielders. So he has I, to be good. He has to be. Yeah, he got one name. This well, would be a club record deal. He is 24 years old. He's currently playing in Denmark. Mm. Uh, and uh, on your Thorns note, bro, yeah. Number three. Merritt Paulson, the team announced, will not be in attendance at the NWSL championship <laughs> game in D.C. The team says he will be watching remotely. Merritt, just sell it, buddy. It's over. It's, it's I'd done. like them to announce that he's not allowed to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even watch it on TV well, He's going to be remote, and while he'll have a remote control, yes. he's been barred. The TV, the TV will be blacked out. Dude, he's holding out. Just let He's it, holding out. Let it go, man. It's over. He's trying to let this thing yeah. ride off. Let it go. Wait, it's it's. He's over. trying to ride the wave. Yep. Come up on the other side. I don't think it is over. It's over. Philly set the rotation for games one and two of the World Series in Houston. Uh, Aaron Nola will be followed by Zach Wheeler. Uh, that's to give Wheeler an extra day. Now, reports are Philly's uh, World Series tickets this year are among the most expensive ever. Really? The average cost of one seat on the secondary market in Philadelphia is $3,200. Ooh. This is second only to the 2016 Cubs. Cubs. Yep. Tickets to the uh, World Series games in Philly, they say, are more than double the cost of catching a game in Houston. I tried getting my daughter who was living in Chicago into one of those World Series games, and then I just laughed when I saw the prices. By the way, also World Series fact... First time since 1950, did you see this? There will not be an African-American player in the World Series. Are you Whoa. serious? Yep. Not a single one. Dude. 1950. Oh, my God. Yep. Okay. So. Fascinating. 72 years. I did 70, not know that. 72 years. Yeah, I just saw it today. Huh. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov, speaking at Basketball Media Day, says the USC and UCLA moves to the Big Ten are unpopular. He says he has spoken to more than 100 people connected to both programs who hate the move, and it's a consensus thumbs down. I love, I love that Klyakov will do everything 
he can to be like, oh, it's a terrible move, except for the $90 million a year that they're going to make. Okay, George. He says he hasn't spoken to anyone who is for the move. This, of course, means nothing. They are still going to win and make or still going to move and make big bucks. Yeah, and by the way, any of your other teams, if they get invited, they would jump at the opportunity too. And it's looking more and more like the Pac-12 is going to partner or at least make their best attempt to partner partially with a streaming service. There's a bunch of those articles floating around saying that the Amazon talks are definitely heating up um, to do some sort of split deal with ESPN, Fox, and Amazon. The NFL trade deadline is Tuesday, November 1. Today, the Eagles got some help on the defensive front, sending a fourth-round pick to the Bears for Robert Quinn. Makes sense for both teams. Bears are rebuilding. Quinn uh, makes a a good uh, hunk of money. 18.5 sacks last year. Not the same player this year. But in Philly, he'll be a situational, situational pass rusher, consummate pro, still can get after the quarterback, and I think the best defensive line in football just got that much better. Uh, I just the Philly, the Eagles do not have many weaknesses. This wasn't even one, and it just got that much better. They can run a NASCAR package out where they can run four uh, D linemen and, and third down situations, third and passing. That I think is one of the best we've seen since those Giants teams when they do Strahan and Tucker and Human uh, and all those guys. Reports Nathaniel Hackett's job could be on the line this weekend. His Broncos are in London against the Jags, and they do get Russell Wilson back. The Broncos just figured out that their coach sucks now? I mean... Well, better now than two years from now. I guess. Cowboys Zeke Elliott likely out this week. He has a knee injury. Mac Jones is back as QB1 in New England, and Andy Dalton will be QB1 for the Saints. Uh, And Jameis Winston is healthy. Yep, so this would technically be another benching. So we've seen quite a bit of those, although... Mac Jones only got benched for like two quarters, and now he's not going to be benched until he throws an interception in the first quarter. Then he'll get benched again, but Bill will not call it a benching. Here's a question. Does it even matter who starts at quarterback for New England? No, they're basically the same player. I mean. <laughs> Which is why I asked the question. Yeah, not really. It, it, although, you know, Zappi, he came in and he had those two drives, and then they did nothing the rest of the game. They scored 14 points. So. Yeah. But they all they scored fourteen points they, they because got, of him. They got blown out. Yeah, by the, by the Bears. Bears. Again, at home another on one Thursday night. That's another one. Who the he- the NFL this year? What the f? <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. I okay, guess the Bears win. Yeah. Bears win. Whatever. Thirty three to fourteen. Yeah, at home. I don't. I give up. By the way, the I pa- don't give up. The Packers, it, it's an eleven-point spread, and I'm not going to do it. Who are they week. playing? It's not. I'm not going to touch it. I think Who they play? Uh, the Bills, right? Oh, they're getting eleven. They're getting eleven. Oh no, <laughs> no! You're so tempted. No, I'm not. Do it. I'm not. When? Are, wh- no. When are you ever going to get a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers not catching gonna, eleven? Not going to do it. I, I, you puss. I truly believe this. That I think. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. Why not? You already said no one likes me. (laughs) This is, uh, I'm going to look it up here. Yeah, it's it's now at 11 and a half, and it's in Buffalo. I have lost more money this year on the Green Bay Packers. I looked it up, and my total losses on Green Bay are only about $125 less than all my other losses combined. You can't stop. They Bet on them. Absolutely value. Ravage. Value. One eight hundred gambler. Value. Ravage. It is one eight hundred gambler. Ravaged my account. It's value, dude. Not touch. Plus eleven. Let's go. <laughs> God, your balls are. I in think your... I'm gonna lay on I'm gonna put it on the bills. I'm loading up on the bills. That's to blow exactly them out. when Green Bay covers. You sons of bitches. 
All right, let's get back to the NFL. Got some quarterback talk. What's going on with Justin Herbert as well? Uh, it is 521 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Let's get back to the NFL trade deadline coming up kind of becoming a thing. Robert Quinn goes to the Eagles. Apparently, Kareem Hunt also in play for the Eagles. Yeah, well, the Eagles, you know, they're loading up. I mean, they, they got a dirt-cheap quarterback. There's not many holes in their roster. So, at this point, if you're Philly, you're just adding depth. Quinn becomes a depth player for you. And if you want to say that there's one spot that probably could use another one of those, outside of Miles Sanders, there's not a lot there. So, adding a guy like Kareem Hunt, and if, if Cleveland loses this week... Um, I think that'd be five in a row. They're basically out. And so if you're Cleveland, yeah, you can be a seller at the deadline. And I think this would be a nice pickup if it ends up being a Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt backfield. Philly's in win mode now, and they and they should be. It's the best roster in the NFC. And if you can solidify yourself, why wouldn't you? But I think that Dallas should be in the market for a receiver. Uh, I mean, for heaven's sakes, Green Bay should be in market it for a receiver. The Eagles might, or not the Eagles, but the Vikings might think that this is a window for them to go add some pieces uh, in a very, very winnable division right now. And again, a down uh, NFC. We've seen uh, what the the 49ers make a move. There's rumors that maybe the uh, the Rams might be interested in, uh, in adding a few pieces. So I do think that this is becoming more and more like Major League Baseball where you're getting sellers and buyers at the deadline. Yeah, and I wonder, seller-wise, you know, does Tampa Bay become a seller? I don't know. Because it looks like Cleveland might. You know, Cleveland would be 2-6 and six if they lose to Cincy on Monday night. And yep. They would trade Kareem. And, you know, they do get Deshaun Watson at some point, right? When, yes. when does he come back? Week 11? Or, or is he suspended 11 games? He's he suspended come... 11. He's back week 12. Back week or 12. 13 if they've had a bye in there. So. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, look. That's it, interesting that they would punt 
Well, but I mean, if, if you're if you two go and two six. and six, yeah. you know, especially in that division, yeah, you're not already having dropped one to Baltimore and Cincy. Yeah, I would assume two and six. You kind of wave the white flag and you say, "Look, well, you know, hopefully Watson comes back, and you know, he may take a little bit of time." He did not look good in the preseason. He did not play a single snap last year. He only played a couple in the preseason. This idea that Deshaun Watson's going to come back in Week Twelve and be, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just. It's false. There's going to be some rust to be knocked off. Well, so who else? I mean, does does Tampa sell? They got a bunch of veterans. I mean, that's the key is you get see, like I, the Rams did this last year and then Robert Quinn, you know, it's like veterans on short deals. Yeah, see, they won't because that division is so crappy. I mean, they're three and four, but they're gonna win that division. It's not gonna be Atlanta, it's not gonna be Carolina, it's not gonna be New Orleans. So remember, Tampa was seven and five last year, or seven and five the Super Bowl year, and 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 manage to to come back. So if if they get some O line help, I would be under the the idea that Tampa could be buyers sitting there at three and four. They'll win that division. That's why I said I, I think that's the team of of the teams that are disappointing. I think that's the one that's that's easily or the most likely to turn it around. Well, where do you get O line help though? I don't know. Again, you may have to find you may have to find a team that uh, again with an expensive veteran that maybe has some injury concerns. Um, that isn't in in the market. Like it won't be the case because Dallas is Dallas is good. But like if, if Tyron Smith were on a bad team, someone like that, that you can take a flyer on and, and you can, you can go out and, and, uh, and try to make a move. Maybe someone that's a little too expensive on a team that isn't going anywhere. And so you'd have to dig through and find out where those contracts are out in the, in the NFL, but O-line help. The Rams could be in the market for it. Certainly. Because, again, I think that's the the vast majority of their problems and Tampa's problems are their inability to run the ball, and that starts up front. It's just that those are harder to find than receivers. In fact, I think if you want one receiver or one position where I think you can get some guys that may actually make an impact, it's probably there. There are some good receivers on bad teams that probably could be had. I'm looking through Pro Football Focus put together a list of guys who could be on the move. Yeah. At the deadline, and there's only one offensive lineman on here, and it's Isaiah Wynn of the Patriots. Yeah. So again, they're just – it's it's weird because outside a quarterback, I don't know if there's another position that you need more of and that there just isn't good ones out there other than, than offensive You got to pull a Seahawks and hit, hit the draft, man. Yeah, you know, and, and you got to hit on it. That's one of the best things Seattle did for their rebuild is it looks like they hit on two tackles. I mean, look at – and, and, you know, you get a couple injuries. I mean, the, the, at one point, the Jets this year were down to their fifth and sixth string tackles. Now, I think Fant's coming off the IR, and I think Dwayne Brown is back. But, you know, it's kind of amazing what they've been able to do uh, with, with backup O-linemen. Evan Neal, who's the Giants, uh, you know, rookie tackle, he's down for the year with an, uh, I think it was an ACL. It might have been a tendon in his knee. But, you know, those are just positions that they can derail a season faster than just about anything other than quarterback play, is if you get old linemen to go down. So the Broncos could punt. Um, you'd have Jerry Judy out there, yep. potentially, or K.J. Hamler. Uh, Bradley Chubb could be traded. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, it's on this list, yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool of the Steelers could be the odd man out there. See, again, I, I think they're, you know, with the emergence of Pickens. That, that, Claypool on, again, I'll, I'll look at, at Dallas, who, in elite defense, you can run the ball, you, you hope your quarterback situation is is better now that Dak has come back. Adding a guy like Claypool to to uh, to a good tight end and then Ceedee Lamb on the outside with that run game, 
that's that's a difference maker if you're Dallas. What about Brandon Cooks? Yeah, to Dallas. Yeah, he's uh, in Houston, and yeah, they're not going, not going anywhere. Yeah, Cam Akers. Of course, we know that one. The Rams are probably going to trade him. Yeah, nobody wants him though. No, I don't know what. McVay's, what happened to that dude? McVay's been real weird about it when he when he when he talks about him. I don't I don't know what the situation is there, but he certainly has fallen out of favor to the point where again he's he's a. It's a non-thought there in L.A. And here's one other big name that could be traded by Tuesday. These uh, This team does not have a first-round pick next year. Mm-hmm. Marcus Davenport mm. of the Saints. Of the Saints. Edge rusher. Yeah. Yeah, because he's at the end of his rookie deal. And they, and they, they may, may not, not pay him. Well, they may not want to pay him, or they, if he's going to walk for nothing, you might as well get something for him now. Yeah. And so, so the that, trade deadline in the NFL is becoming quite a thing. Absolutely. So Davenport, dude, that's a big yeah. – somebody gets him. Yes, like if you're if a guy that could be a closer, like a Baltimore yeah. that could use some help up front closing exactly. out games. And you don't have to pay – you can let him walk at the end of the year. Yeah, and, and my guess is the price tag isn't going to be that high for him because he is a rented player. So, like, if you're Baltimore – you know, I don't. What's that? What's that going to cost you? Like a fourth round pick? Go out and make it happen. In fact, Baltimore should be buyers. Baltimore should go out and get a receiver while they're at it. You know, if you're Baltimore and you can get a guy that can rush the quarterback, help you close out games, and a receiver that I don't know might actually be able to uh, become a deep threat for Lamar. I mean, Baltimore's sitting there at four and three, and easily, and I mean easily, could be six and one, possibly even seven and zero oh, if they could just finish games. So. That's a that's a team that absolutely could use an upgrade at a couple of those positions that apparently there are guys out there. All right, a couple of more quarterback issues we got to check in on, including um, what's going on with Justin Herbert? Well, I, I give you the, the L.A. Chargers. I mean, it's... Yeah, but you know what? It's like Mario Cristobal 2.0 over there. <laughs> yeah, see, okay, interesting you say that. Because I do feel like Herbert is now starting to become the quarterback who gets more of a pass than any other quarterback. Yeah. And I hear you. The Chargers' offense—it's hard to know what they're trying to do when you watch them play. Oh, it's very confusing. Um, but why is this a thing with Justin Herbert? We'll get to that uh, next. But first, Buck with Sports Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, more NFL talk. Let's go. Uh, Justin Herbert. Talking about the Chargers, and um, you know, his, num- his numbers are down. Yeah, his numbers are down. I was looking at the quarterback rating. He's thirteenth. Uh, yeah, he's right in between Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr, which isn't. I mean, we know Justin Herbert can sling it, right? But that's basically where their offense ranks in, in most things, other than than rushing. Um, yeah, they're really bad at, at running the ball. But you know, just those two guys. I just I'll just use those two guys that he's around in the quarterback rankings or the rating uh, stats so far. Yeah. 
Lamar Jackson's one of the more polarizing quarterbacks out there, and the, and the guy won the damn MVP. Yep. But people still try to tear him down. And Derek Carr is constantly getting um, sort of the questions, you know, is he a franchise guy? And yeah. Justin Herbert is the one guy, and, and I love Justin Herbert, but quarterbacks are so cri- overly criticized. You never hear anybody criticize Justin Herbert. No. he That dude is getting, compared to some of these other quarterbacks, he gets more of a pass than anyone I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And I'm not really sure why. Because most quarterbacks get this, that you, especially when you're struggling like they are right now. Yeah. You get the criticism, and he's not. Well, I think what it comes from, yeah, their, three, their last three wins, by the way, so they lost two in a row. They lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Jags. And then they ran off three in a row, but that was against the Texans, the Browns, and the Broncos. So, And that Bronco game was one of the worst offensive games I've seen in 20 years. In fact, the only reason they won that game is because the damn guy muffed the, the punt, and they, they kicked a field goal with their one-legged kicker. So what are they, three and four? Uh, four and three. Oh, they're four and three. Okay. Yeah, and then they got shillelagh by the Seahawks. So, uh, like, I, I think the idea is we saw Justin Herbert in the first two years of his career, and I think he just looked so good and so impressive that there's this idea of he's this young, great quarterback that's uber-talented, and, and everyone wanted to put him in this top five, top six thing, and narratives are hard to break, good and bad in the NFL. And so when you get anointed that early – as this young star quarterback, no one has an idea that the problem is you. Even when your team struggles, your offense struggles, we're going to go right back to the, well, it's not him. We know he's good. Right. And now we're going to place the blame on others. And and by the way, a, a lot of that I think is true. Like, I, I don't think it's this is Justin Herbert is the problem, but you're right in the fact that Justin Herbert should take some of the blame. If you're going to get all the credit when things are going well, you should take some of the blame. But I think that's why people don't throw any shade whatsoever at at, at Justin Herbert. And, yeah. and they're four and three. Let's not yeah, act like they're. That's true. You know, I thought they were three and four. No. Yeah, you're right. Four and three. You know, they're probably feeling okay. We're fine. You know. Well, but it, it, but this, their offense sucks. Like you watch them play, it's not great, dude. I don't know what Brandon State. There's another one, Brandon Staley. Coaching in the NFL must be like the hardest thing in the world because that guy comes in and everybody's like, oh, Brandon Staley. This is one of the. He is like the whiz kid of defense. Yes. Right? The whiz kid. He's the Sean McVay of defense. Yep. They hire him, and they just gave up, what, 37 to Geno Smith and the Seahawks? Pretty much. And he and now he's, like, getting widely panned for his game management and fourth downs, and their offense sucks. Like, he sucks. I don't know what he's doing. Well, and, and He looks like a crappy coach. And they got Lombardi there, who's the offensive coordinator, and, you know, he's, he's I think, it's his second year there, but... And I, I know he was the quarterback's coach in, in New Orleans. Um, but before that, you know, he was the offensive coordinator in Detroit for a year or two. So it's not like he comes from a I don't get it. A, a great line of, of offensive brilliance. Do you look back at the 2014, 2015 Lions and be like, God, I want that offense. So some of this, too, may be a little bit of the fact that you don't feel like you have a great offensive staff around you. I will never understand in this league, and we see it all the time, this idea of we have a good young quarterback, so we don't need to go out and make sure that we have a great offensive staff around him. I It, it blows my mind why you don't go out and do everything you can to hire elite people around a young, talented quarterback. I think the injury may have something to do with that, and when you watch him play, they're not moving him around in the pocket. He's not uh, pulling the the ball down and running, so I wonder if if that rib is bothering him a little more. But the Lombardi thing, like that guy was lauded last year, though. 
Mm-hmm. Because Herbert came out, like you said, Herbert, Herbert came out of the gate slinging. Like, Lombardi's good. Joey Harrington knows Lombardi. We've talked to him about him multiple times. He loves him. Mm-hmm. Thinks that's a great fit. So they did put the, the guys around him, and they still suck. So now what? I don't know. It's I, I think it's it's early in the year, but the Chargers, to me, for all the hype they had coming in, the Chargers don't look like a real contending team. And no, you don't trust them. I don't trust them at all because they're still going to be the chargers. It feels like, and they just good teams shouldn't go through stretches where their offense looks that bad. And if you do want to sum it up in, in one thing, we've talked about it. If you can't run the ball in this league, uh, unless you have just a dynamite offensive system where like in, in, you know, where, where the, the short passing game becomes an extension of your run game and you just get rid of the ball. You are going to struggle in this league, and you are a drop-back big quarterback that right now doesn't really want to take off and run a bunch with his legs. The Chargers' offensive attack scares no one running the ball. So you're rushing four, you're dropping seven into coverage, and you're playing everything in front, and you're making them march down the field. And I think one of the things that is is bothering Justin Herbert is the same that's bothering a lot of quarterbacks in this league. If Justin Herbert had a better run game, I'm guessing this offense would look completely different because then you can get into the play-action game. And what does Herbert do as well as anyone in the league throw the deep ball? But if you don't have time to throw and you don't have a run game so teams can sit there and play that shell look against you and keep everything in front, it kind of negates a bunch of the deep ball. And his yards per attempt, it's the lowest uh, since he's entered the league by like a yard and a half. Yeah, and Keenan Allen's out too. Yeah. That's a big one. Well, and you know, but I feel like he's just one of those guys that is, is always out. And didn't Mike Williams just get hurt too? Yeah, he did last week. Yeah. Well, yeah, they said Williams is going to miss four weeks. I think. Yeah, interesting dynamic going on there. The Chargers. I'd love to see Sean Payton roll in there with Justin Herbert. You know, <laughs> say if Sean Payton were going to take a job, because Lombardi is a Payton guy, right? Yeah, he was the quarterbacks coach under Sean Payton. Yeah. How about that? If Sean Payton to me could write a ticket for whatever job he wanted. And if you were going to do that of coaching availability, then I don't know if Staley will be gone. Chargers may make the playoffs and they'll be fine. But if that season goes south and you decided to move on, there's not a better situation in the league for Sean Payne to come into. You have offensive weapons. You got defensive playmakers when healthy at all three levels. Although that J.C. Jackson, I know he's out for the year, but boy, that thing turned out to be a disaster. You think Bill Belichick knew something by not paying that guy? They paid him all that money in, in L.A. He turned out to be terrible, and now he's hurt for the year. Um but Sean Payton could come in there, and I just feel like that's a team with with Sean Payton and that offensive mind that that could be a, a, a that could be a dynamite sort of thing. So if you look at where Payton, because we thought maybe he'd go to Dallas because McCarthy was on the hot seat, but yeah, Cowboys that, are good, so that's not that's not going to happen. Yeah. So if you look at where he could land, it would be you know L.A. would be interesting. Certainly Denver. I mean Denver's probably got the. If you believe, the lead on him right if now. If you believe in Russell Wilson. Yeah. See, that's the interesting thing is like would know. Payton. Would he take that Denver job knowing what he's, you know, having watched Russell Wilson here this year? Don't know. I think that is. Why don't you ask him? That's a big giant. It's it's a big giant question mark because when, when you're watching Russell Wilson, like when we're watching him, dude, it looks terrible. Maybe Peyton watches him and says, oh, my God, what's Nathaniel Hackett doing? If we just did X, Y, Z, you know, great coaches often think they can fix players. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he wanted to go to Miami. Uh, and and two in that offense, but you know they're obviously they've got Mike McDaniel. They're not going anywhere. So you know it's a sneaky one. Mm-hmm. Can I give you a sneaky, um, a sneaky coach hot seat? Yeah, where Sean Payton could could slide in. What do you got? Browns. 
Yeah. I mean, dude, Stefanski, there, there's how much of that is they suck. Yeah, it's it's not pretty right now. And again, you've got a very very good roster. And, and then you got Deshaun Watson. You got Deshaun next Watson. Year. That you get a chance to kind of build from the ground so up. So Peyton, you know, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to? Ah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't can Stefanski, but what I would do is I would sniff around Sean Payton, and if you know you can get Sean Payton, I'm canning Stefanski. Well, that's a. You're right. That if you can get Sean Payton, you you can a lot of people. Um, boy, I hadn't thought about that one. That is, that is interesting. If their season does go south and it's looking that way, do they blame Stefanski or do they blame the fact that it's Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson is? Uh, well. I'd, is coming. I'd say it's nobody's fault. If yeah. you can get Sean Payton, sorry, circumstances. It's true. You know? Right. It's like when you, you know, when you're Russell Wilson's wife and he leaves you yeah. and then ends up with Sierra. Yeah, it's like, like oh, all right. The only other one is somebody brought up Arizona, you know, with Kyler, but I Again, I don't know if Sean wants to touch that. That goes back to the do you believe in Russell Wilson? Do you believe in Kyler Murray? I don't know. But yeah, Kingsbury easily could be gone and, and there's a young team with a quarterback that you have a bunch of money attached to and somebody else said you know and this is true too cowboys could still get Peyton this offseason yeah. they, they could still make a move again that even may, though they're that, couldn't you see that like mccarthy could win yeah. 11 games and they look at him and be like sorry yeah hey, we're gonna upgrade no i got sean Peyton. yeah you're right though he's got his pick there yeah because he said he'd be interested in returning to quote the right situation no he's not stupid no. he's gonna go where there's a quarterback yeah he won't walk he won't go into a place unless he knows that all the components around him are ready to hit the ground running he's not coming back for a rebuild not happening all right uh now we're in no man's land here oh because we got like one well we got weird, a short saggy floaty segment. oh i got one for you i got something for you do we believe what lincoln riley has said recently i'm intrigued are you yeah okay good that means it's a good tease. Let's go. Uh, that's next on The Fan. A little uh, Dennis Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. Did you just say Dennis Hornsby? Yeah, Bruce Hornsby. I like that. Right El- before we talk about Harvey Weinstein's balls. I like that Elton Dan guy. He's really talented. <laughs> I like him too. Dennis Hornsby and the, uh, what, the, <laughs> the stove? <laughs> Man, those guys are talented. What was his band's name? The Rain, the which Rain. is why I went with the stove. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Ah. Dennis Hornsby. <laughs> I always get him and Stephen Winwood mixed up. Whoa. Yeah. Valerie of Valerie fame? I don't know why. I always get him I always get him confused. I once what? sat through a private Bruce Hornsby concert. Private? Yeah, it was part of like a big corporate dinner that my dad got invited to. His freaking dad again. We are learning so much about this. This was a a wild one, actually. This was a friend of a friend whose company was running an ad in the Super Bowl and uh, just asked my dad, like, hey, do you want to come with? And he's like, well, don't I need to be like a a client or something? And the guy's like, no, it's, it's cool. Like, I've hit my numbers for the year. No big deal. The guy quit the company at the turn of the new year, and so the company still thought my dad was like maybe a client. And he's like... Well, just go to the Super Bowl, take Ryan. You'll have to sit through a spiel. Well, the spiel was like a dude pitching my dad on business and then Bruce Hornsby on the piano playing some tunes. How about that? That's great. By the way, my buddy that's in the uh, the music industry, he I, says... I would have been enjoyed that. He says the like his favorite guy that he's ever worked with, Bruce Hornsby. Yeah, he's a good dude, huh? And I guess he's a big hoop guy. What? Yeah, he loves basketball. He's got a great story about them getting to shoot at the uh, old Boston Garden. I guess Bruce is like a hardcore NBA guy. Love Love that song, Mandolin Rain. That's what you think of when you go by Dennis Hornsby. (laughs) Yeah, no, can rip. That's a great. It does rip. (laughs) 
exactly right. Yeah. It's a vibe, bro. <laughs> I think most people would go with uh, what? That's the way it is, right? That would be. Well, that's his, what we were just. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably his. I'm, I dig his a little one. deeper than most, as you know. Yeah, you're like whatever. I'm yeah. going deep cuts. A little something you want, like the like Jack, Ripple Jack Straw or whatever. Well, that's just the way it is. The inspiration for Tupac's changes. I mean, he sampled that whole song. Right? That's not the inspiration. That is indeed the song. It is the song. <laughs> the entire song is just that's the way it is. <clears throat> He has the song Brown-Eyed Woman. Can't say. Not to be confused with Brown-Eyed Girl. Yeah. Got trucking. Keep trucking. <laughs> he was in The Grateful Dead, Dennis Hornsby. I just, every time I hear that, it just it, it makes uh, me... I had you thinking about that I one. did. I was like, wait. You're like, wait, was he? <laughs> Dennis Hornsby. <laughs> All right, well, we blew another segment. Look, oh, let me for just... Oh, uh, Pete's sakes, what were you going like, well, to... I, I had nothing, so let's do this. Uh, Dan Lanning, Oregon football coach, will be on our show tomorrow at 4. Make sure you tune in for that. We also have Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, after the Blazers go 5-0 and tonight. Um, we'll all have tight sports pants, and he will join us uh, at 5.15 tomorrow. The question becomes, at what point in their undefeated streak here does Danny Meringue's sports pants officially explode? Like 8-0, 9-0? I got to I got to be honest with you. Um and Danny Marine, you know, big blazer guy. If you don't know. Yes. Just a just a scooch. Me, not a big blazer guy. I got to be honest with you. I am way more excited about how they're playing than he is. I've I've talked to him about it cuz we cross paths during our shows. He's a little he cautious. He is really cautious and I'm like, dude, they're freaking good. So, I don't know what world we live in now where meringue is mr homer guy is like i don't know and <laughs> i'm the one ringing the bell but dude they're good dogs and cats living together mass they're good hysteria. i don't know if they're winning tonight but i'm gonna bet on them which probably means they're gonna lose it probably means they're gonna lose yes. but i'm gonna bet on them because they're underdogs that's value you want to talk value a team playing like this at home Catching damian points. lillard's yes damian lillard's on a heater right. let's go Maybe I can. Maybe Winslow's I, back. I love Winslow. I can hedge my Green Bay Packer bets with revenge hot. game. Former Heat, yeah, Justice former Heat Winslow. player. Yes, God, he's going to drop fifty on him. Seems a bit much. I don't even think the Heat should play. <laughs> just, just roll over and die. Well, I'm sure the Heat are going to be hung over after this wild night out on the Portland town. Yeah, yeah. You know, NBA players always love coming to Portland. I, I wonder if now, with all the wonderful things we have going on in the streets, I wonder if it's just become that much better. Now, did they get a night off in Portland? I don't. Do know. we know? I don't know if they were. Let's take a look at what they got. What they, what they had. If this is the first or like the third of a, a West Coast swing, it's early in the season. There can't be that much of a yeah of a layoff. They were, they came from home, so they they had last night here. Yeah. Well, or unless they flew in today, but I would imagine they flew in today. That would be my guess, is they flew in yesterday because they had Toronto on Monday. Yeah. So they did have a night to uh, you know. So this is the start of a West Coast swing. I'm sure they partied to the break of 10:45 when bars shut down. Can I say that is now my weirdest thing? You go like you go cruising into a bar and it's 11 o'clock and they're they're shutting down. Isn't some of that due to just staff, staffing, staffing yeah. and COVID and all yeah. that crap? And hopefully they're digging out of it. But um, there have been several times where like you'll leave a you'll leave a show or whatever and you're just like oh let's go have a nightcap somewhere and you you got to go bar to bar to find one that's open. All right, let's get to oh, the club. So I do have unfortunate uh, testicle news. <laughs> you have something you want to tell us? You're going to learn about Harvey Weinstein's balls, oh, whether you like it or I not. I thought you had unfortunate testicular news about yourself. And we have USB-C charger news. Very big news on the USB-C 
charger front. Do people like I yes, saw yes? They do story. care because it's annoying to have to have different chargers for different devices. But isn't that why this is happening to eliminate yes. this? Yes. And yet, people like you are all pissy about it. I'm not pissy at all. I oh. think this is great. Oh. I thought, yes. every, I thought no, all... No, I want it uniform, and oh. that's what they're doing. I thought all the iPhone users were pissed off. Now, why would we be pissed? They're, they're, Apple's pissed about it. Well, of course they are, because they can't <laughs> sell their crappy-ass, stupid chargers that we have to buy. Get out of here with that. Uh, Club 1080 next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 